Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, freaks of all ages, FreakNet Studio probably brings to you, it is the greatest tag team in podcast history, the original freak travesty, Mr. 33% Dizzle J, this is Just Freaking Wrestling! guys, it's the time to get us up in the ring with the greatest tag team in podcast history. Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast, hosted by Travis D. I'm Dizzle J. Guys, we're going to start off the show with some exciting fucking news. Some some news that I was going to wait until the end of the show to do, but way too excited to not mention it right away, is that uh, JFW is going to War Games. Yes! Thank you, Mama T. Mama T, looking out for the oh podcast. Oh my God, that, that was again. that made my day. Right, right. We are going to be there. I actually have the uh, tickets right here. Ooh. Uh, let's see, let's see. Where are we sitting? Where are we sitting here? We're sitting in section 202, row A, man. So do we make signs? Big JFW is here sign? We could make signs. I mean, we're definitely going to be wearing the JFW t-shirts. Oh, definitely. Fuck yeah. You can get those from T Public. Yeah. T-Public. T-Public.com. That's T-Public.com, Jay. It's where you get all the JF- JFW merchandise. Really? And FreakNet Studio swag. FreakNet Studios. Yes. God. Soon to be a family home name. It's going to happen. It's gonna, yes. We're going to have our first uh, FreakNet Studio meeting uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, or yeah. today, actually. It's going to be today because we're recording the Super Athletes and we get this show out. Uh, one of the reasons... Uh, one of the big reasons that we normally record at night because it's the most convenient for us to yes. get the information out as quick as possible. But also, SCW is having Hallowmania today as we record, so later on this evening. So we want to give so uh, we got a little bit of match card. I think Sendo's starting to come around a little bit more now, where he's starting to he's understand. He's still kind of a douche. Yeah, but I think he's realizing that he needs us to get that match card out. You know what? We we went to the date DWA show or yeah. the. 75th anniversary show, or whatever the hell it was. It was nice to see the president of ARW and the president of DWA and even the old president of Windy City. Yeah, the Godfather. Yeah, Damn. that was, I mean, nostalgia. I mean, if we, if I had known more about that, I probably would have been. But anyways, it was still cool to see. But, you know, no president of SCW. No, no Sentinel. Sentinel didn't make it out. No Sentinel. He must have been busy. I wonder what he was doing. Probably trying to think of cool things to say in the comeback. Yeah, like, I mean, it's the only way he can actually get some comebacks in is by sitting down in his little office, probably in the corner of the basement that his wife allows him to sit at, and just jot some shit down like, hey, hey, hey this will show him because he's a bitch. The burner squad. His little pink dooley. Right. Dooley. Fuck yeah. <laughs> dooley. But the point is, we are going to war games. We are going to NXT oh, war games. My this, God. And I'm, I'm going to refer to it as a WWE pay per view. This is going to be my first WWE pay per view ever going to. Me too. God, it's going to be exciting. So, shout out to Mama T, my mother, for once again helping out the podcast and helping us. Mother of all podcasts. God, the greatest. Not only not only a, um, a backer of it by uh, contributing to uh, our finances. 
but also uh, helping us with the equipment and now helping us get to the wrestling show that she knows we want to make it to. And that was the one that we had talked about, like, yeah. So oh, we're God, talking about going over, to one of those shows that over weekend, Survivor Series. And we're like, look, if we're going to go to anything, we want to go to War Games. And... I really want to see War Games, like, in action. So oh, I'm my God. I'm, I'm like, I got, I got the googly bumps. Right? So if any of you guys are also going to War Games, let us know. Maybe uh, they will have, like, a JF. Can you tailgate at the uh, All State Arena? Oh, I don't see why not. Right? Maybe we'll all tailgate. You know, bring your own shit. B-Y-O-B. B-Y-O-S. Bring your own shit? Bring your own shit. What kind of shit? I don't give a fuck. Uh, legal shit. Legal shit. As long as, legal. as long as I don't have to pay for it. Oh. Right. Yeah. yeah, bring yeah. beer, bring hot dogs, bring us money. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, we'll call you investors. <laughs> but we're going to go over the results of uh, TV, obviously, with Raw, uh, AEW, NXT. Didn't get a chance to cover SmackDown, which isn't a big deal. We can kind of cover that maybe on our social media later on or something like that. We're going to go over uh, the, the minimal uh, matches we have for the match card for Halloween, as well as a little bit about the fundraiser, which is St. Jude, and also a Halloween contest that they're having uh, at the show. How was the Halloween contest last year? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, having, they're going to have the constant contest. I did see because of St. Jude. Uh, they're gonna be raffling off uh, one of those like old rocking, not old, but a rocking horse kind of thing, which is pretty oh, cool. Nice. Uh, but we're gonna dive into the freaking five, obviously, as we always start the show with it. But uh, just a quick reminder to all you guys: JFW, now part of Freaknet Studios, is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com. Audible.com, Jay. A lot of people, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they've heard me say it before. I'm a huge fan of stories. I'm a huge fan of history. Huge fan of wrestling. I just don't like reading about it. And that's where Audible comes in, Jay. Audible.com is a one-stop shop for anything audiobook related that you really have a passion for. And if you go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet today, you get a 30-day free trial of Audible. And a free book. And a free book. Just for signing up, just by going to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet today, you get a free credit towards a book purchase of your choosing, as well as a 30-day free trial to test drive Audible to see if you love it or not. Because yeah, if you listen to the radio all the time, they're replay the same fucking song over and over and over again. You got an hour long drive to work like I do. Mm-hmm. You can listen to a book for at least three or four days in a row. Yeah, depending on how long the book is, you can get some learning in, learn some fun shit, learn yeah. some cool shit. You get the right book. You get a book by Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho reads you the book. Yeah. Because, I mean, we, we only put out one podcast a week. Yeah. So you got to find something else to do for the other six days of the week. Besides catching up on back episodes. God, well, they should be caught up by now. We're getting new viewers every day. God, so many viewers. And it's not because of Sentinel. No. Not one bit. Sentinel who? God, the Butternut Squash. The Butternut Squash. The Scrotum. Oh, I can't wait to call him the Butternut Squash in person. Sentinel looks like the guy who wears a mask of Sentinel for Halloween. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> Jay, let's dive into the freaking five. All right, the freaking five this week, picked by T. Yep. Who are the top, or who are five WWE superstars yep. you would like to see make the jump to AEW? Mm-hmm. This is a good one. I actually, it, it took me a minute to actually come up with these. There's actually more than five when you sit there and think about it. There, there's a, there's a long-ass list. Oh, there's definitely a long list. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do real for wrestling fans yeah, first? Yeah, we'll go through them. So, uh, Real Wrestling fans, so shout out to you guys who are part of the Real Wrestling fan page on Facebook. If you're not, go ahead and uh, search it and like it. There's a lot of cool stuff in there. Uh, Nicholas went with AJ Styles, Ricochet, 
Alistair Black, Cesaro, and EC3. My only comment on this is AJ Styles will be pointless because after his contract's up, he is done. Um, yeah, that's right. I'll critique this shit out. Yeah, man. What does it matter? I don't fucking care. Like, they don't do it to us. God, right? Uh, John with Samoa Joe, Ronda Rousey. Um, Andrade, Gargano, and Charlotte Flair because I dislike them all. Uh, Mike Kanellis, Maria Kanellis, Jinder Mahal, Sunil, and Samir were uh, recommended by Ryan. I don't know. Michael gave us two lists. Uh, for men, he wants AJ, uh, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, and Leo Rush. For women, Charlotte Flair, Asuka, Sasha Banks, Nikki Cross, and Io Shirai. Ricardo went with Balor, Andrade, Nakamura, Natalia, and The Revival. I think Nakamura is going to be done after his... Uh, oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Brian, he went with uh, Io Shirai, Asuka, Kairi Singh, Seth Rollins, and Kevin Owens. Randy went with Asuka, AJ Styles, The Club, and Nakamura. Roger went with no one. That's not a list. Keep your shit to yourself, Roger. Kobe went with Luke Harper, The Revival, Chelsea Green, EC3, and Mike Bennett. Jason went with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Jacob went with Becky Lynch as one, because I can't watch AEW, and then I wouldn't have to put up with her ultra-suckiness anymore. What, where, where is all this hate coming from Seth and Becky all of a sudden? I don't know. Fucking trolls, bro. Trolls. 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 Rowan. Oh my god, my eyes are getting all like fucking blurry. <laughs> Might have to switch the glasses. God, probably. Jamel went with uh, Heath Slater, Titus O'Neil, Kalisto, Shane McMahon, and Cassius Ono. That's a shitty thing. Jacob went with Cesaro, Luke Harper, Chris Hero, Drew Gulak, Leo Rush. Cesaro and Hero could reunite kings of wrestling. Gulak and Harper will probably not. Oh my god, what the fuck, man. Gulak and Harper will probably not be used good on SmackDown. I think they would be fun in AEW. And Rush so we could see him and Janela have more great matches. And he would work well with each other. With more realistic type than the dream scenarios. He fucking just badgered on. Keep it simple. Well, it must be from Colorado. Fuckers. Seems like he's smoking some shit. Asif Khan went with Heavy Profits. Angelo Dawkins and Tucker Knight. Okay. Chris Hero, Lacey Evans, Luke Harper, Lucha House Party, and the Forgotten Sons. Excessive. <laughs> Different Ryan went with Luke Harper, Cesaro, The Ascension, and Kalisto. Kevin went with Forgotten Sons, and Randy Orton, and Keith Lee. Adam went with EC3, Cesaro, Bray Wyatt, and The Usos. Michael Cologne Rodriguez just uh, posted a meme of the Balor Club. That was a mostly good list. Right. I would have figured it would be a lot younger crowd that they wanted to go over than some of these guys. Oh, true. And Shane McMahon? Yeah. All right, fun fact for you guys. I switched the glasses. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Please man. pause for this current commercial right. interruption. <laughs> Hey guys, patreon.com slash JFW podcast is now available for you guys to join any tier from $1 to $20. Become an investor. Get it on the ground level. 
That's right. Every tier has a monthly uh, cost to you, but he has so much opportunity so sh- for so many different things. Cool prizes. Right? You can join a tier where we create a uh, wrestling gimmick for you. A tier where you get additional content uh, podcasts. There's a tier where you can become the general manager, Jay. You can create. You can have control of the entire show. The dusty spot? God, the dusty spot. Yeah, well, we call it the group position because we we're not idiots. But yeah, I mean, uh, if, if somebody joins the group position uh, one show out of every year, they get the opportunity to do the freaking five, the final freaking thought, uh, and tell us what we get to talk about. Of course, we have the podcast for the watch along. We got the other uh, dark side of the ring kind of podcast. And of course, we do got the sponsorship uh, tier as well, which I believe is $15 a month. And for that $15 a month, you get your uh, company plugged on the show, on our social media, on our website. It's amazing. It is amazing. Patreon.com backslash JFW Podcast today. Join it now. Now back to your regular programming. <laughs> All right, do you want me to go next? Ah, uh, you go next. Okay. okay. So the five that I chose was EC3, Forgotten Sons, Cesaro, Alistair Black, and uh, Rhea Ripley. I, I like that list. Yeah, I think we Ripley. Uh, God, I really want to see more of her. She's probably my favorite. Her and uh, uh, Bianca Belair actually had a really good match. We're going to go over the results of NXT, but they had a really good match, but I like both of them as well. So I went with uh, Charlotte, yeah. Ali, Strowman, Moon, and Murphy. God, I love Murphy. That's it. And I picked Charlotte because if if you think you're going to be as good as your dad, mm-hmm. you're going to have to go to these other organizations and become a champion in them too. Yeah. You just can't become a 20-time champion in WWE and think you're as good as Ric Flair. That's right. That's my pick. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think Strowman would be a good fit because they don't have a big man like him. And he still can move around that ring like a fast dude. Yeah, who... Who is the biggest guy they have there? Is it is it Dustin? Is Dustin considered the biggest guy they have in the company? Maybe Luchasaurus. Maybe. I never seen Luchasaurus, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, too. God, I'm fucking up. Anyways, as we're talking about AEW, we want to go and uh, dive into the results of this past week in wrestling. Uh, we're gonna start with Raw, obviously. Uh, McIntyre was finally was announced as the final member of Team Flair. Uh, Drew McIntyre done went ahead and uh, faced Ricochet in a singles match where Drew came out on top. Following that, Aleister Black had a match against some jobber, some local guy, some fucking nobody from Ohio. <laughs> Aleister ended up winning. Rusev was uh, part of the King's Court, talking about his issues with Bobby Lashley and his wife Lana. They ended up being shown on the Titantron at some restaurant that Lashley took Lana, that Lana always wanted Rusev to take her to, but... She clearly doesn't deserve to uh, go to anything fancy because she dresses like trash. <laughs> That's right. I got these notes. <laughs> uh, Andrade went ahead and uh, had a one-on-one match against Sin Cara, which was actually a pretty, uh, it was actually a pretty good match. It actually looked like Sin Cara was close to beating Andrade, which I believe since uh, Sin Cara probably shouldn't be in WWE anymore. He sucks. <laughs> I did. I did see that match. That yeah. was a pretty good match. Yeah, Andrade taking up the victory. Singh Brothers uh, won the twenty four seven championship against uh, r Truth in the background in the backstage area. Viking Raiders took on Ryder and Hawkins. Ryder and Hawkins had a nice little funny joke 
as they did a little uh, interview before they went out saying, hey, maybe we'll have some uh, pyro. They didn't have pyro. <laughs> Mikey's Raiders won because it's Ryder and Hawkins. Rusev uh, then showed up at the restaurant, attacked Lashley, got arrested and everything. Uh, Lana still looked like trash. <laughs> Rey Mysterio came out, talked a little bit about Cain Velasquez. Is that his last name? Velasquez? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, not Big Red Machine Cain. Um, Paul Heyman came uh, onto the Titan Tron, said some shit to uh, Rey Mysterio. Shelton Benjamin came out because he needed to be relevant about something, started slapping Rey in the face. Cain Velasquez came out to his rescue, put a fucking... Sean Benjamin in like a sleeper hold for like a few minutes and threw him out of the ring. I literally have a note here. Pretty sad looking. Kane, yeah. it, it, it was it was the, an embarrassing fucking thing. The the punches he was throwing, yeah, it it just didn't look right. And I know we're supposed to keep kayfabe here, but that this uh, is WWE. They can go fuck themselves. Yeah, that that, that was garbage. Most guys want to sponsor us. Then I love the D. If they want to sponsor us. Only if they want to sponsor Only us. Only if they want to sponsor us. Check first. Yeah. Sad fucking looking. Uh, fucking. Anyways, Seth Rollins ended up taking on uh, Humberto Carrillo, who we refer to as the uh, Power, Power Ranger. Ranger. Yeah. Seth Rollins ended up winning, which it seemed like a pretty close match, uh, which was surprising. Uh, no uh, appearance by The Fiend. Wasn't The Fiend on SmackDown now? I don't know. Still, I mean, he's facing uh, Rollins at... Uh, Fucking crown jewel. So, I mean, clearly he should have been there, but whatever. Uh, main event, uh, we saw the OC take on the Street Profit uh, towards the end of the match. And AJ got involved, was getting sent back. Kevin Owens came out to the rescue of the Street Profit for some odd reason I couldn't tell you. Stunned uh, AJ Styles and Street Profit picked victory over the OC. Hmm. Yeah. Typical uh, Raw show. Say typical bullshit? Yeah. Oh, okay. Close enough. Typical Sentinel thing. AEW results. We got the private party opening up the show against Lucha Bros, which was kind of surprising how they started out the show because the show didn't start out with their entrances and everything. They were already in the ring ready to go. So Lucha Bros picked up the victory against private party. SCU picked up the victory against Dark Order. Uh, Both advanced to the finals. Uh, That's going to happen, I believe, at the next pay-per-view. Ooh. Uh, Janela took on Omega, which was kind of like a return match from one of their AEW Dark uh, non-sanctioned street fights. Really good match. Omega picked up the victory. Cody came out. He was going to make an announcement, a very important announcement about his career. Cody was uh, constantly interrupted by the Inner Circle, which uh, bought tickets to the show and sat up in the skyboxes, shooting off air horns and just chanting boring in the, the microphone. <laughs> Cody was going to go up there. Jericho's like, don't be stupid, kid. It's one on four. And then Dustin came out. And Jericho's all like, oh, you need your big brother to fight your battles for you. It's still two on four. Then MJF came out. And Jericho's like, is that all you got? It's still only three on four. And then DDP came out. Because why not have old people come out just like WCW did in the early 90s? But what up? Wait, what song did they have a uh, music for the DDP? Yeah, he's just like, yo, it's me. It's me. It's DDP. And then the Titan Tron showed his DDP yoga. And I don't know what the song was, but I know it wasn't Smells Like Teen Spirit like it was back in WCW era. They all went up to the fucking uh, skybox. Uh, fucking Jericho locked himself in the skybox and was pointing at him. Cody wrapped his hand in uh, 
MJF's scarf and punched out the window, which it was funny when MJF came out. Because Jericho was like, you're not going to do anything. You're wearing a scarf. Who wears a scarf nowadays? Jericho. Jericho. <laughs> so um, a fight broke out uh, along the, um, I can't remember what it's called, where all the food and stuff is. It ended up being broken up shortly after. The announcement never happened. Following that, best friends took on the Young Bucks. Young Bucks picked up the victory. Britt Baker uh, took on Jamie Hayter. Uh, it was Baker's, I believe, uh, debut fucking match. Baker picked up the victory. I thought Baker... I think on the televised AEW. Okay. Uh, Moxley took on uh, Pac in the main event, which uh, went to a time limit draw. And then uh, Moxley uh, hit the uh, referee with a DDT, and then he's just like... Time limit my ass. Time limit my ass. Said it three times. So he also got fined for that. Good. Yeah. NXT results: uh, Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair opened up the show. Uh, Io Shirai came out to uh, prevent uh, Ripley from winning. Didn't work. Candice LeRae came out and uh, stopped Io Shirai from interfering anymore. Ripley took, uh, picked up the victory. Matt Riddle took on Cameron Grimes. Matt Riddle won. How was the match, though? It was good. It was good. I really liked it. Uh, towards the end here, after Cameron Grimes lost and everything, they you saw, um, oh, God, Tyler Bates. He was in the front row. Yeah. Punched uh, Grimes and knocked him out. It was funny as fuck. <laughs> Brazongo and Isaiah Swerve Scott took on the Forgotten Sons in a six-man tag match. The Brazongo and Isaiah Swerve Scott uh, picked up the victory. Angel Garza took on Jack Gallagher. Uh, I believe this was, I believe this is a number one contention match, but I could be wrong. I don't think it actually is, now that I think about it. Uh, Leo Rush was at the uh, announcer's table as he watched this uh, cruiserweight title, uh, cruiserweight match happen. Angel Garza picked up the victory. Uh, number one contenders match for the women's tag team championships because they're going to bring the women's tag team championships to NXT again, like they should have been for three different uh, shows. So, oh. yeah. Uh, we had uh, where was that? Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai took on Jessiemen and Marina from the MMA Horsewomen. Uh, Knox and uh, Dakota picked up the victory against them, so they have a number one contender shot, I believe, next week. Against the Kabuki Warriors. North American Championship match. We had Keith Lee versus Roderick Strong versus Dominic Dakovich or whatever it is. Uh, Strong picked up the victory against it. Uh, at the end of it, the Undisputed Era came out, started beating up Keith Lee. Then Ciampa came out, dragging his fucking crutch. Gargano came out following him to help him up. Finn Balor came out to help them. Finn Balor goes to take off his coat, does a little... Uh, Little uh, fall back kick to the Gargano's face, and they end up beating the shit out of both of them and everything for an ultimate Finn Balor heel turn. You got the Undisputed Era sitting in the uh, in the uh, ring doing the Undisputed Era little hand gesture, and uh, Balor pretty much went for his uh, vintage uh, Bullet Club gun shooting things. So no idea where that's going, but that's what happened. And uh, yeah, we didn't do SmackDown, but I'm okay with that. I did. I I didn't. I saw a little bit from SmackDown. They had a spot where um, Frankenstein and Brock Lesnar destroyed, looked like Mysterio's kid again. I don't know. 
I heard there's supposed to be some kind of special on Sunday too for SmackDown. Really? Yeah. It just hurt. Yeah. Uh, right. All right, you guys. Uh, Saturday uh, today, as we record on uh, October twenty fifth, uh, SCW Hallmania is happening out in Clifton, Illinois. Doors open at six. Uh, bell starts at seven or bell time seven o'clock. Tickets you can probably try to. Pre buy them before the show. Uh, that's ten dollars, but at the door is twelve. Uh, they're doing St. Jude's as a fundraiser for this, which is the biggest fundraiser of the year for them, as they help uh, out St. Jude and everything St. Jude stands for to raise money to help kids and everything. They're gonna be raffling off a uh, a rocking chair horse or a rocking horse, whatever you call it. Uh, but they're also doing a costume contest for children and everything. Prizes are gonna be given away for that. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We do have a, a match card, like I said. A couple matches that were announced to us. Uh, some aren't quite uh, set in stone yet. And others um, may or may not happen at the show. Because we do know SCW is good for pulling more matches out of the show. As, like, oh, the they, they've surprised us numerous times. Yeah. So, we'll see if I can uh, find out where it's at. Because this is how I do shit. There it is. So we got Santana Starks taking on the Sheik for the Genesis Championship. Ooh. We got Excalibur taking on the returning Sean Mulligan. If you remember from uh, SCW a couple months ago, Melbourne once wanted to tag Sean Mulligan with a concerto. Excalibur. Uh, Natasha Crane will be taking on Casey Dillon. Uh, we actually saw, well, I saw, not sure if you did, Casey Dillon uh, put a, um, put a uh, video out. On really? Facebook against Natasha and their match is happening, as she so she is on her way, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the modern day sharpshooters are taking on Gino Latino and Bobby Blues. Quick comment. Yeah, go for it. Did you see Blaylock in this picture? Have you seen the picture of him? Two photos, and I, I, big fan of these guys, but he he just looks a little creepy in it, just a little bit. Is it, is it the one where he's wearing a cowboy hat? No. No? No. God, now I gotta look. You're gonna have to keep talking. Until I yeah, I mean, it. they debuted their new look on uh, at the DWA show. Yeah! Yeah. The purple and gold tights. Yeah, I had, uh, I had a discussion about that with somebody. <laughs> yeah, did you go to school this week? I did go to the school. I did not <laughs> wear my DWA shirt this time, though. <laughs> Did they, did they give you the stuff there? Oh, that one right there? That one right there, yeah. All right. God. Like I said, these are probably my favorite tag team right now in SCW. Blaylock looks like he has that look on his face where he wants you to guess what's in his pocket. <laughs> lifesavers or not lifesavers? <laughs> oh, God. Um. Anyways, yeah, so the modern day sharpshoes are taking on Gino Latino and uh, Bobby Blues. Um, that should be a pretty exciting one because you're looking at like a couple like older veteran type guys yeah. taking on the up and coming uh, sharpshooters. Uh, Ivan Manson's gonna be taking on Willie the Bomb Ooh. Uh, in a singles competition. Uh, also appearing at the show, uh, of course, if the family's gonna be there, you know Jake Andrews is gonna be there. Uh, JPH, of course, is gonna be there. Elite Payne's gonna be there. Uh, Bulletproof LLC is going to uh, make the return to SCW after having last month off. Clearly just because Sentinel didn't invite him. We call it, what was that called? Um, 
Yeah, bullshit, I guess. Yeah. Um, and of course, the SCW debut of... Uh, Mambo Italiano. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, I was I was told that this is the guy you want to see. Really? So I don't know who he's facing or keeping that match kind of up in the air on what the decision is going to be for it, but you know a lot of a lot of matches still um, in the air, still pending on what's going to happen. Um, and of course, you know they want to keep a surprise for you know the guy for the fans to kind of check out the show. Should be a good show. Yeah, absolutely. I believe it will be. Okay, let's do our favorite thing ever and do some uh, pay-per-view predictions. It's your favorite thing ever right now because you've already won. It's the best thing in the world. It is the greatest thing. All right, guys, you know Crown Jewel of Saudi Arabia, WWE, is putting out a pay-per-view on Halloween Day. Don't ask why. I got to tell you, though, um, is that really Cain Velasquez? (laughs) Look at that fucking face. Kind of looks like Kaz. Guy looks like somebody did that, uh, that fucking uh, face filter on Snapchat. <laughs> Anyways, all right, so uh, we're just gonna do our predictions again. These don't really matter because it's uh, you already lost. Yeah, but we'll do them anyways just for the hell of it. Uh, Team Hogan is gonna take on Team Flair. We got Roman Reigns, Rusev, Ricochet, Shorty G, and it, Ali. Shorty G. Yeah, they changed his name again. You didn't hear oh, that? Oh Jesus. Yeah, Shorty G and Ali. For Team Hogan, is taking on Randy Orton, King Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Drew McIntyre for uh, Team Flair. I'm picking Hogan. Yeah. No, you know what? I'll go Flair. Yeah. Fuck it. I want Shorty G to pick up the victory. I, I kind of wish this was an elimination tag match. That's what I thought it was going to be like a Survivor Series. Yeah, it don't look like it. Braun Strowman's taking on Tyson Fury. Uh, I'm going to say Fury wins. Draw. A draw, really? Yeah. Nice. Brock Lesnar's taking on Cain Velasquez because why not have MMA take on MMA for a WWE championship? You know, Saudi Arabia and all. I'm picking Brock. Yeah, I'm going Brock. Nine-team tag team turmoil match for the WWE World Cup. Um... I'm just going to read quickly what the rules are for a tag team turmoil. Tag team turmoil is another version of an elimination tag match. The match has a team in each of the four corners to start the match, but as each team is eliminated, another team takes its place, similar to a gauntlet match. Another variation of tag team turmoil took place at SummerSlam 99, Night of Champions 2010, Night of Champions Kickoff 2013, and Elimination Chamber 2017. Two teams start when one is eliminated, a new team comes to the ring until all teams have competed. Your main team is the winner. So they're going to be doing that. And the teams that are in it is going to be the New Day, uh, Big E and Kofi. Because you actually mentioned that Xavier uh, might be out for a while. Yeah, Xavier might be out for at least a year. That's what I was reading. Yeah. Uh, the Viking Raiders, Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, Kerr Hawkins and Zack Ryder, The Revival, the OC, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. The Brothers and the B team. Um, yeah, I believe it's the Heart Foundation. <laughs> the Heart Foundation. Uh, who are you picking? Uh, uh, Raiders. The Raiders? I'm going to go with Heavy Machinery. I can see that too. Yeah. I just I just think if you get, if you slide the titles on the Raiders and you don't give them this too, it's kind of a... It's going to be the New Day. 
Seth Rollins taking on The Fiend in a Falls Count Anywhere match at the WWE Universal Championship. Match cannot be stopped for any reason. It'll get stopped. Yeah. Who's winning? Probably Rollins. I'm going to pick The Fiend. Ooh. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. 20-man battle royal. Oh, Winner faces AJ Styles for the United States Championship. Um, I'll see if there's a list uh, somewhere. And then finally, AJ Styles versus the winner of the Battle Royal for the United States Championship. The winner of the Battle Royal. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't got a list, so I don't know. I'm going to pick AJ. Why the fuck not? Oh, JJJ. DWA? I know this is something. Oh, what's your uh, match of the week? So you got to check this out. So I check them all out. Big Bad Bales, as we all know, my buddy from work, told me to check out this m- match between the Great Muda and Ricky the Dragon Steve. Problem is, it comes in three separate videos. So there's part one, part two, and part three. And this is from New Japan Pro Wrestling. So we're talking back in the day. Mm-hmm. It, it, the luchador stuff before there was luchador stuff, I guess. Right. Or the hard style or whatever you want to call it. It's great old wrestling that you will not believe that these were, they were doing then because here in the States they weren't doing that kind of shit. So check it out. It'll be up tomorrow. Cool. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, go ahead, man. Special shout out to the Fisher family. Fucking Fisher family. Yeah, yes. you almost forgot about that. I, How dare you? I know. God. But I had it in my notes. So that I remembered. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell them who the Fisher family are. Well, give, give them a brief second. First of all, tell them why we're shouting them out and tell them, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, we're in line at the DWA show. Mm-hmm. You know, getting money ready for tickets. We bump into this family. They start talking to us, ask about the shirts. Like, oh, do you get, we have a couple extra tickets. Would you like them? Yeah, sure. Well, you know, you got a chance for, no, I'll just take them. Well, hot damn. Come to find out that their son, I don't recall what his name is. I don't I don't think I asked because I just told him I referred to him as the Fisher family. That way I wouldn't have to give any of their other information out. But their son sold the most tickets to this show for their school or troop or something like that. Baseball. Baseball, baseball team, yeah. Traveling baseball team, right? So shout out to them. Shout out to their son for being the number one seller. Yeah. And again, many, many thank yous. For covering the cost of that show, <coughs> so we could enjoy two pizza combos and nachos. Yeah, and it was pretty cool uh, with him selling the most tickets. Uh, he got to come out to the ring with Sean Mulligan. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, so thank you, Fisher family. If you guys are listening, uh, I do believe you are following us on Facebook. So I do appreciate that. Maybe we'll get Dizzle J to kind of do like a thank you uh, on uh, the Facebook for you as well. Um, that's really cool because I mean that's what the independent wrestling fan community is like you know like you get so drawn into the shows itself but i mean like in reality i mean like there's still like really cool people out there that want to do stuff like that especially help out you know a rising podcast kind of like how we still are yes the dwa show was (coughs) it was a great show too we got to see some people we've never seen before the grin and barrett yeah i i enjoyed him i finally got to see yabo yeah. I thought he was yeah. great. The I thought Hellbillies. Was, the Hellbillies. Yeah. Uh, Hardcore Impact. Uh, yeah. 
those guys are part. That was mm-hmm. that was awesome, man. I think oh, we yeah. picked that match of the night. I yeah, I mean, especially with their like Diesel Razor Ramon tribute yeah. attire and everything. Cool, fun guys. Um, I I had a chance to talk to Brandon Tomaselli a little bit during intermission, and we're gonna look at actually get him getting him onto the show and kind of doing like a like kind of like an interview of his career and stuff like that because we are looking to do more of those too as well yeah. as we move forward. Uh, I plan on doing that uh, with uh, with Acid for you guys who are fans of uh, Elite Pro Wrestling or Lunatic Wrestling Federation uh, or any other independent company within the Illinois area and beyond. Uh, Acid, uh, Mike Nolan, we're looking to do an interview with him. And uh, I guess we'll do one with fucking Hunter. Balbazar. Yeah, so... But DWA was a cool show, and like it's like you said, it was awesome to. I mean, first off, we got to find out who the Godfather was. We learned a little bit about the history of uh, Windy City Pro Wrestling, and uh, we had a lot of good matches that came out of the DWA, ARW, and SCW uh, combination of those three companies in one. What was cool was to really see how far that Windy City actually mm-hmm. spread out through yeah. the wrestling business. And I mean, I I believe Windy City is actually one of the spots where Bam Bam Bigelow may I I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he might have wrestled for them too. Yeah, I know Christopher Daniels did, and I know Paul Heyman started uh did some work in there as well. So a lot of big names came out of Windy City Pro Wrestling. Uh, it was a mainstay in the Chicago area for nearly two decades. Uh, so it was cool to hear about that, and I look forward to seeing more of history on that and looking up more of the history and like watching some old videos that yeah, I know definitely. they are available. The, the only thing that was disappointing about the show and I, I think we both agreed upon that is at the end of the show there was just trash everywhere. Yeah. And that's not something we're used to. No. Because we when you go to ARW, you go to SCW, you go to these other, you know, other mm-hmm. ones and the fans usually take care of the spot they're in. Yeah. So it's like, guys, don't do that. Yeah, clean, I mean, a lot of times these guys are volunteers that are cleaning up, or yeah, people that are in the wrestling school mm-hmm. and stuff like that who are not getting paid to do that. Yeah, yeah, just be considerate, pick up after yourself. I mean, I think the only time I've ever seen trash at the SCW shows is laying around was when uh, he held the title up at the end of the Battle Royal. Okay, so let's go into the uh, final freaking thought here. What's up? Okay, there. I thought you were gonna go a different way with that, right? Really? Uh, yeah. You thought I was gonna go in a different I, way? I thought you were gonna go, uh, you know, to the scrotum. Oh God, no, no. I, mean, I totally thought you were going to scrotum. No. Um, actually, before we dive into the final freaking thought, normally when we do the show, we focus purely on wrestling. Yes. I'm gonna step away from that for a moment to remind you guys that um, we are growing a network known as Freaknet Studios. It's gonna be a community of uh, podcast creators and stuff like that as we uh, do a lot of collaborations with two other podcasts, one of them being this freaking show that I uh, co-host with my stepbrother, uh, Cartoon Joe, uh, as well as a third podcast known as The Gray Area, which is hosted by Sarge. Now, you guys heard us mention uh, mention Sarge a few times here on the show. He has responded to a cover of Facebook, but he has his own podcast called The Gray Area where he kind of gives his own thoughts and opinions and stuff of Current events that happen in the world, but as well as maybe something that you guys are struggling with that he gives his point on. It's a, it's a very cool concept of what he does on his show, uh, and that's why we're happy to be working alongside him 
to bring you guys FreakNet Studios as we collaborate on future YouTube videos and stuff like that. So I just want to give a shout out to the other FreakNet Studio podcast, uh, Just Freakin' Wrestling, as you're listening to right now, as well as this freaking show and uh, Doug Gray Area. So all podcast. You want to say something? I'm, I'm waiting for you. I'm okay. just I'm, I'm thinking the word of right. <laughs> All these podcasts are available on uh, Google Play, iTunes, um, Podbean. We, uh, JFW, is also available on uh, YouTube and uh, Spotify. So make sure you check it out just by searching JFW Podcast, just by searching this freaking show, or searching Doug Gray Area, that's D-A-G-R-A area. It's nice to know that to have friends, to have different opinions, to have different likes and everything, you can still be friends even though... We may, we may not see eye to eye on everything. Yeah. It's about respecting opinions and respecting what each other is doing and building each other up at the same time. Absolutely, yeah. That's exactly it's called a board meeting, but it's kind of like a just a lunch for all of us to get together. Because you have you and uh, Joey uh, haven't had the actual chance to meet Sarge yet. Just a few conversations here and there. Yeah. So it's going to be cool for all of us to finally get together and figure out what we're going to do and the concept we're going to go on into the future. Um, but we're going to do a lot more stuff together because, uh, as we mentioned before, you know, we have YouTube that we do release the sh- audio shows right now, but we're going to start doing, uh, vi- doing, uh, some, uh, we might even do some of the video watch alongs on there. Uh, but we're also going to go check out, uh, you know, like toy stores and stuff like that for like wrestling, um, figures and everything, but also recreating some, uh, famous, uh, promos and stuff that, like that's, that. I'm so looking forward to that. Yeah. Especially after that one we saw. Oh, fuck yeah. So it is coming. I know we mentioned that we're going to start releasing shows in the fall. And yes, this is the fall. But there's a little more uh, that goes into it than what we uh, imagined. But it is going to happen soon. I promise you. We're not lying about it. It's just taking a little bit longer than expected. So make sure you do go to YouTube. Subscribe and follow us on there. Hit the notification bell so you know they're being released. So you can uh, you know, kind of watch along and enjoy those shows as we create them. So, awesome. Yeah. All right. Final freaking thoughts here, Jay. All right. Triple H says he doesn't want to return to the ring anytime soon. Good. He wants to focus more on the background stuff. I think he should. Uh, McIntyre uh, is finally going to get a big push. Are we sure? That's what it said. DDP shows up at AEW. Good for him. Rock and Roll Express is to award the AEW titles to the winners. What? That's kind of funny. Because Rock and Roll Express is signed to NWA. Yeah, and they're also WWE Hall of Famers. Yeah. Huh. And um, still wrestling. Cody's big career announcement. What do you think it was? Know, he's not going to retire or anything. He might. You know what? I could see him stepping down from the board and just becoming a full-time wrestler. Uh, CM Punk is open to a wrestling return. Yeah, but will it be WWE? That's where people really want to I see. I think it is. I think it's got to be. It's got to be. Uh, Finn Balor's heel turn. Awesome. AJ Styles has been a champ for over 50% of his WWE career. Really? They did the, they did the math on it. He's been, he's been champ for 53% of his career. Whether it been the WWE title or the uh, United States Championship. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Right. I'll come back to that one. Uh, Seth oh, Rollins uh, calling AEW the minor leagues. He's an asshole. That's an asshole move. Yeah. Now I can understand why it's Seth Rollins getting all the heat. <laughs> all right. 
Do you believe Hunter Payne is going to put the SCW Championship on the line at Hallomania? And if so, who is it against? Because we all know that he has to defend it within 30 days because that's what they did for Max Holiday. So is he going to put the title on the line or uh, not? And if so, who do you, uh, who do you think he'd face? Who should he face? No, who do you think he will face? I think he might... Ransom. Right. I think it'd be cool if he was put the title on the line. It has to be either against JPH or uh, Andrews. That would like be said, really cool. It's, it's mentioned that both those wrestlers will be in attendance. We just don't know what the matter is. Um, Maverick Cage running his mouth at the DWA show. Yeah. That'd be interesting to see. Yeah. yeah. Jay, that's all I got. Time to ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis C. I'm uh, Dizzle J. Hey. Thank you for listening to us. This is the Podcast. Peace.